so basically what you're saying, Graham, is that uh, rather than spending £190, was it, on the Spirit of Systems Mark IV chest rig, just buy a Viper. Yeah, Save pretty much. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, start the show just like that and watch it all burn down in flames. But, oh, absolutely. Cool. And more on that coming up later on in the chess after show. Cue the music. And welcome to the Chess After Show, your weekly SF podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the SF community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chess After Show, Instagram at the Chess After Show, or by email on andy at the Chess After Show UK. Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode. Joining me this week, please welcome Graham Hoffman from SF Nation as we discuss, amongst other things, as you heard in the intro, <laughs> the Midlands SF Fair. <laughs> Don't get me on my rant. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, so we mainly got you on this week. Um, we sort of got sidetracked chatting before the show, which people caught the end of there because I decided it'd be a good little place to start the show, try something different, something new. Um, so, yeah, Midlands S affair. Let's 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 what? let's go on to the main topic, and then we'll come back to the Viper stuff in a bit. Yeah, what a weekend! It was. Um, a, I gotta say, my first thing because you you went in the celebrities entrance, <laughs> and you had your entourage who brought all your equipment while you just brought a sodden banner, which I made sure to troll you about in random Kev style first thing in the day. Um, you never give me the break. <laughs> well, I, I just thought I saw that, and then you said that was all you brought, and I thought, what would Kev say right now? <laughs> And then that was it. It was just like, let's go. You've got your entourage here, and like they actually seemed to take it in good stead when when I mentioned it. I th- I could see they'd overheard and sort of looked up, and you saw yep. a couple of smirks. So they did see the funny side of it. That was the guys ha- from Chronos Airsoft, weren't it? Man, these guys are amazing. I'm so glad and so happy of to hooked up with them for this event. We've known each other online for quite a while. I've chat to. Uh, Nick, one of the main guys in there for quite a while, we share video ideas and we talk about stuff. And I always give them feedback on their videos and say how much I like them. Yeah. But this was, we we got to meet each other at the Northern Shooting Show. Yeah. He actually went on the Saturday, I went on the Sunday, but he actually came up on the Sunday to have a, a chat in the afternoon and capture a little bit more footage. Yeah. And we just kind of really hit it off. We had the same similar ideas of what we wanted to do. And yeah, Midland Air for Air so Fair, we said, why not? Instead of doing two separate live streams, let's put on a long show and that's kind of what yeah. happened in a week and a bit i'd say a week and a bit of us thinking about what we're going to do and putting it out cool so we uh, i we haven't obviously i obviously couldn't watch it because i was there <laughs> well um, you say that right but it was quite funny during the so during the raffle loads of people did tune in who were there and they were just commenting which was quite <laughs> amusing to see people who were at the fair commenting on a stream about the fair yeah. Um, but yes, of course, right, it was I've really for people say, who weren't there. Yeah, I've <laughs> got to say, the first thing that I, I it was a new venue this year. They've moved yep. from the jail because it obviously got too crowded and claustrophobic last year. I mean, it was rammed last year, weren't it? Yeah. The fact that you went from an hour and a half to get into the event to I think the queue was done within ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean, you've been to the previous uh, Midland Air affairs, right? And so yeah, I, I I think I first went two? to. The, 
What, what was the year they did two? Because I went to both of them. So that must have been yeah, the year so before last. Yeah, so I only last. went to one of those, and then yeah. I went to last year's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, so I did three at the jail. Yeah. Um, the first one I went to was quite busy, then the second one obviously died a yep. little bit. It was a little bit quiet. Which yeah, was... so I didn't go to that one, and I was pretty yeah. fortunate. But yeah, it, because it was almost like there's not enough demand for two shows. Yeah, so so the next year they took the decision to do the one. And um, it was a good week, it was a good day, but it was crammed from the get-go. I mean, we got there... I mean, Will Greenwood must have got there for about 7 o'clock in the morning because that's where the whole <laughs> Will Greenwood approves meme yes. came from. Can you believe that's a year, yeah. that meme's a it's, year old? It's a year old and it's still just as hated as it was then, I think. <laughs> <Bless him. laughs> the um, meme no one asked yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as the unpopular S-Afterwards told us. <laughs> if you wonder what we're on about because you've only just found out about our shows... Uh, go on to my YouTube, the Chairsofter Show, or Graham's, I think it's still on as well, um, and you can see the Unpopular Airsoft Awards, which we came up with, which we actually really need to start planning soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I, it was it was a good, funny parody award yeah. show, for sure. We've got to we're start planning get... this year's. Yeah, well, we're halfway through nearly, we're getting there, we're already in June. Bit, most famous Airsofter, Graham Hoffman, brings oh, his wait, entourage... Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, but yeah, I mean, you went. So I've always been to the Midland Airsoft Fair yeah. as someone who's setting up. Well, well, I wasn't setting anything up. I was in with people who were setting up. So yeah, be helping train or whoever I was with at the yeah. time helping. Now, up. you you went for media this year. I went. I was selfish. I went for me basically, just yeah. to chill out, have a chat, have a wander around, catch up with people. You know. But you, I was just gonna say, I've never experienced a queues. I just remember yeah. the doors open and then it just took forever to actually see people come into the venue previously. Yeah. Um, and then last year we also had some crazy wind. So do you remember like a Gareth oh, from yeah. the draft yeah. had to lower his tent because the wind was picking the tents up? Yeah, I remember that actually. Um, yeah. It was a bit like a, uh, the Leicester Airsoft day that you couldn't make it up to, could you, in the end? Um No. Which um, I believe Trent's gazebo was making a bid for freedom that day as well. Oh, really? Of the wind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, yeah, flat tire that day, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean that's the um, that was one of the issues I thought with a, an event like that. The jail's a fantastic place, but it's obviously not designed for that type of experience. And so you had the situation of yeah. the bottleneck of people coming in, the weather restrictions, and it wouldn't have been a problem. But there is an issue if it rains. Yeah. Uh, and then you're right. I mean. The flow, it's a prison at the end of the day. It's not designed for us to walk around. Yeah. Um, at, at it just stands. gets very cramped at times. You know, it can be a bit claustrophobic when you're playing there, let's be yeah. honest. Um, if you're not sort of expecting what it's like, definitely. But um, you start adding sort of, of 600 people in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you tend to get, what, about 100, 120, I'd say, on a game day at the jail, maybe. You know what? I've only done it. I've, I've actually only played there in private days. Yeah, I've, I've so. played a few skirmish days. I'm just trying to remember the numbers. I'm thinking out loud here. Ignore me. Yeah, um, I, I, but I yeah, can you imagine it's a high demand Times that number by five, six, then you end up with what the Midlands Airsoft Fair was last year. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously it's more a retail event as opposed to a trade fair. You do get companies there, so ASG were there. Uh, showcasing the Shadow 2 uh, Will Greenwood still hasn't managed to get me to buy one he hasn't convinced me <laughs> yet, yet. Um, 
Well, I'm having too much fun with the TM stuff at the moment with the Glock. You know, I was saying, Ma- what about Mark? Mark from Red Wolf's TM in the bre- over the red grips. Yeah, that one. I actually quite like the look of that one. I'm just not fond of the blue grips with the shadow. Yeah. But so yeah, obviously you had a, uh, ASG there. New Pro was there. Trent was there again with the red van and yep. the tent, the usual stuff. You know, it's always great to see Trent. Uh, now, one thing that I was really impressed with this year, uh, I have to say, uh, was the attack sense targets, which I got to look at firsthand, and I got chatting to the guys as well. Now, you obviously had a discussion with uh, Neil as well. Yep. It was Neil, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep, it was Neil from Taxenti. Yeah, I spoke to him yeah. prior to the event. I'd seen the video. I've seen a video of him on YouTube. Yeah, we've seen George's ago. video. That's um, it. Yeah. Gerard Airsoft. Go check that out if you wonder what we're talking about at the moment, and then come back and listen to this one as you've seen that. Um, <laughs> a really now, cool targeting system. Yeah, this I think could be a game changer for some people's airsoft experience. You, you can get rid of the paper targets now. You can run events where if you wanted to run a time trial through a targeting system, you can do that. You can have little shooting competitions with it. I thought it was great. Um, we've obviously had a little bit of a chat at the S Affair and we've got a couple of ideas. Yeah, tell people I mean, go, tell people what the system is. Right, so I think it's, it's really hard for people yeah, to have an idea. Right, so they're basically reusable targets with a system in so it detects the hits as you hit the targets and flashes up if you want it to or you can run sort of games it's all done through an app yeah they all speak they make a wireless network yeah. so all these points you get yeah. five in a pack and they speak to an app yeah and basically graham's it, good at the techie side of it well the app act, <laughs> the, the cool thing for me is like the app acts as like the master it tells all these targets like, yeah these are the rules of what game you're playing yeah um, and you can have up to 32 of them. So you buy a pack with five, but if yeah. you're running you know, a training centre, you yeah. could have up to 32, which to me would be such an awesome obstacle course in that yeah. respect. Or even if you were running at a, an event at a CQB site and yeah. you wanted, like, like they've done at the jail at the previous S Affairs where they had the time trial. Yeah. You could have this system set up. It's relatively inexpensive compared to other systems i think someone said about the gng system you can get the met which yeah um that is about 1200 quids worth at least exactly. i believe uh you know you can get four packs of targets for that or th- sorry three packs of targets my mash has gone today <laughs> um you can get three packs of targets for that and uh, they fold down really flat like yeah you can literally just fold them into a pelly case. Um, these these things are awesome. They they seem to be attracting a hell of a lot of attention at the event, and they were taking a hell of a beating as well. Yeah, well, this was the thing, isn't it? Like the front's like a corrugated. It's not yeah, a it's, it's like, like a plastic, plastic. Yeah, and so and, um, if you put thousands of rounds for them, you know, six months down the line, you decide to change them. It's going to cost you four quid to change a cover. Yeah, or you know, less than five to change the cover. So if you have to change the cover, because that was that's always been my concern with these type of targets is how much beating can they take? Yeah, before they're you know void. And he's like, oh yeah, because the back is metal, the front you just replace. And it also means if you had, you know, you preferred printed targets, um, yeah. you could have different patterns or different characters or whatever. You could have uh, you know hostage ones or whatever to to really test your shots. Yeah. Um, 
and I believe they've got an accuracy on them so that they can define where things have been hit and it's obviously all timed so it means by the time you finish yeah. a run you know all this information but like you say they've got the the dueling tree haven't they yeah this, the- this is exactly what I said, when he said about it I said you've got it's, it is basically a cheap version that's airsoft friendly of the dueling tree so you can get all the targets to light up your colour or all the other and then you got to think about your strategy as well with how many rounds have you got if you limit it to one mag or like say 10 pumps of a speed loader or whatever you know <laughs> you've got to yeah. really think about what you're doing with this system now um and the other thing which i i think this is where to me i see it viable for teams all right yeah 400 quid is a lot of money to pump into a targeting system as yeah. an individual but if you're as a team of you, you could all buy, so five of you buy into this system, you all keep a target each, and you can use a target at home as a hit detector. Just, yeah. just as a target. It will still work on its own, which to me is like, well, great, so you can still target things, you can tell it's a hit, so you could even use it as a range test if you wanted yeah. to have a sniper, okay, 60 metres, yep, hit it, 68, yep, hit it, you know. Yeah. And then come um, together when you want to play the, you know, do more of a, the timed stuff. Yeah, and the other thing I liked was the fact that you get literally everything you need in this pack to get you going. Yeah. Bar, I think, the stands. I believe they were extra, the sort of camera Yeah, they're just tripods. They're tripod stands with a little adapter. Yeah, Um, which you can pick up cheap anyway. Yeah, but they come with tree huggers, don't they? Or tree clips, so you can actually clip them to trees, which is a really cool way, and it doesn't hurt the tree or damage the tree. Exactly. And if you're running a woodland site, you can have this system set up outside. It all runs off of batteries. It's all wireless. So you can literally set them up at different distances and people can go away and practice or zero in. Sorry, not practice. I mean, if you're practicing shooting to hit a target, you really need to stop playing airsoft. (laughs) Um, But but you can go and sort of zero your rifles in at the start of the day, set your hop up, whatever, and you've got this system there. And as a site owner, you could just set it going and leave it. Yeah, like like you say, you've got the. You've, there are several shooting target systems out there. Yeah. Scott Country have one, which is done with laser technology. Um, the problem with that is obviously you don't get the real experience of firing a BB, but yeah. it's safe to use indoors. You've obviously got the G and G one, which is quite expensive. You've got the G and G one where they've got the kind of all the targets together. Yeah. Um, and again, that's fine, but it just means you've got thirty targets all in one small box. Yeah. It's great for time trials. Um, yeah, like they were doing is... at IWA with the yeah, exactly. they had running and the automated turret. But yeah, but there's nothing really. I mean, they're all relatively expensive compared to this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I like it. I think it's a really good solution. I believe, and don't hold me to this, but Ukapu are looking to purchase one as some that we can take to events. Yeah. So that we can do something to engage with the players because it is quite an cost-effective. Yeah, exactly, solution. and it, and it's sort of it's sort of an icebreaker as such as well. If people go to an event and they see this thing set up and they've not seen it before or they know what it is and they like it, yeah, it's like oh, we'll go speak to those guys, see what they're doing over here, and then it's a great way of going. Well, you're here. Uh, yeah, exactly. This is what we do. Blah, blah. Well, this is Still it. Yeah. Using Ukapu example. Yeah, no one wants to come to us with just like oh, what you got? Oh, here, take this page. We we support. You know, we're looking after. Airsoft is making sure that we've got a voice. It's like well, that doesn't work. But if you've got something to do, like an activity, competitions, all this stuff, yeah. that works well. But at the end of the day, it's uh, we've got to work out what's cost effective. And looking at this, it seems like this should be a solution that's really cost effective for us as a group. 
uh, invest and use as a way of pulling players into it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm looking to see some how if how many sites start purchasing stuff like yeah. this, and if there's a site package. And so we've we've got some show. ideas in the pipeline for fun little things to do yes, anyway with do. it. So um, we obviously need to have more discussions, but stay tuned for that because they will be coming to channels near you in the future. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, really impressed with that. And like I was saying, they took a hell of a beating on the GBLS stand, um, which I actually finally got to fire. But they were literally just getting peppered all day. All you could hear was just. BBs pinging everywhere, weren't it? With the GBLS stand, I would say they went through thousands of rounds that day, and there was a queue of people to go on them. Yeah, I finally got my hands on it for the first time as well. Okay, um, and you're someone with a G uh, with a GHK as well, right? I so haven't you've... got a GHK. No, what? but I know you... people who do. Oh, well, for some reason I thought you had a GHK. No, I want to get one, <laughs> um, but I got. You can't now, not when you you're new. Not Roman. when I'm still paying the Ronin off. <laughs> Okay, so do you have any GBBs? Uh, I do. Uh, for my sins, I have a WE one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll discount that then. So, what was your thoughts on firing? <laughs> no, well, no, I've got to say, to be honest, for, I know people have been hating a lot on WE recently. <laughs> recently, for especially you. <laughs> in. Uh, well, no, even more so recently in the UKS of community page. Um, I know they have a very bad reputation. I've owned a couple of W. E, uh, I, I got lost there. W E gas blowbacks. Um, there's far too many letters in W E, <laughs> isn't there? Um, try saying that ten times when you're drunk. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've sent it off to have some upgrades done to it. I had an N pass fit to it. Uh, it kept failing, so yeah. I'm getting a new bolt, getting a new nozzle, getting the spacers fitted. Okay. Uh, rather than the the sort of power discs, rather than I, uh, I've just got to get all the parts together, basically, and get them sent off to the guy that's dealing with it. Um, but I think mean, the biggest issue is reliability, isn't it? Yeah. In the UK, especially yeah, like, with something like a WE. I mean, like I said, got... I've never had an issue uh, other than the end pass failing, but yeah. I was getting some decent shots off of that. Uh, funnily enough, at Apocalypse of all places, which we can now no longer go to because uh, <laughs> Graham upset them, and got everyone banned. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, I like the system. I just, what did you think of the recoil? As someone who's used a GH Haven and someone who has a WE. To be honest, I couldn't really sort of tell much difference between that and what I've really been using gas blowback-wise, what I've shot in the past. Um, whether it's just because I haven't sort of shot them for a while, so... Okay, what about like, compared to, your T- to a um, TM? Kicks more than the TM. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it probably kicks more than the Ronin. Um, okay, yep. It'd be interesting to do a side-by-side comparison on that and find out some scientific way of doing that, measuring that, um, if there is one. Uh, but, I mean, for me, is it really worth that extra bit of money? For me, personally, no. Now, we, we were obviously but, discussing this before, it's... Yeah, before we do that, can I just ask you one question? There's right. something that every one person, every person talks about. Okay. Trigger pull. It's not as bad as people make out, you know. Not I've, at all. I've been <laughs> right now. Whether it's because a lot of people, their first experience with firearms will be with airsoft. Yeah. Where you've got micro switches micro and the triggers switch, yeah. and that they're not used to the mechanical 
feel of a trigger pull. Now, I've been shooting rifles since I was 13 years old uh, through the cadet forces and obviously playing with fun stuff in America and in Germany, of all places. Now, actually, you you want you want a light trigger pull. That uh, SRS, SRS in Germany yeah. <laughs> was actually a lot lighter than I was expecting. It actually surprised me when that thing went off. Um, but I don't think people are really sort of used to the mechanical side of things. So they get complacent, and yep. then the minute they get to the GBLS, which has the mechanical trigger in it, if I remember correctly, um, otherwise my complete argument here is invalid. <laughs> yeah, then, GBS is just yeah, yeah. standard standard trigger. Yeah, basically yeah. it's basically like pulling a uh, just like trigger. a sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah you you're pulling a sear off now, essentially. Yeah. Now, At least for the first pull. After yeah. the first pull it's already obviously re engaged. Yeah. Um it's somewhat easier. But it is only so the one I've got here, so I've got one to rent for a while from yeah. GBLS himself. Um it's between three and four pounds. And I only play single shot. Yeah. Bear in mind with the GBLS you're stuck to sixty round mags. Yeah. Um and there's no issue. I've fired thousands around for this already now yeah um, now the thing i like about it as well if you really are into your realism this is the gun for you if you don't want to rely on a gas blowback all year round when it's cold and that but you want the benefits of it and more importantly if you've got the money to spend on it yes because this thing is not cheap at all by any stretch of the imagination it's a good system um in fact, it's an awesome system, really, when you think about what it's doing. But, personally, I don't think I'd be buying one yet. Just because, to me, it's not really what you're, I'm you're looking to get not out the of Airsoft. Market, are you? No, um, I mean, it's not what I'm looking to get out of Airsoft no. at this time. If I was looking at doing some more sort of training events to hone my skills, that would be ideal, because it gets you running through the drills that I'm going to use on my TM recall, yeah. for example. But you've got that extra little bit. Or if you wanted to run an event where you wanted that realism and you had this, not run, but you know what I mean, attended an event uh, where you wanted that realism, then this is the gun for you. Me, personally, it's not what I want to get out of Airsoft at this time. But yeah, don't get I me wrong. That's I'd... it. And I think this is a gun for someone who's like a Sistema user, yeah. uh, professional training weapon, that's what it is, and... Uh, and, and I don't think you're going to have. Sort of I don't think you're going to have five military. guns, six guns. You're not the type yeah. of person that's going to buy one, uh, buy a different gun on impulse. It's like, no, yeah. this is my training weapon. This is what I yeah. run with. Yeah, it's not like me who's got like a cupboard that I've actually. Run yeah, space exactly. In there. I, and there's still stuff I want to buy. It's funny. I um I went to an event relatively recently and took the GBLS for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I was having issues on the day, just still figuring things out for it. But uh, a user there who's like, oh yeah. He's running his PTW, uh, his Sistema. He was like, oh, yeah, I've got a GBLS. I was like, oh, what do you think of it? He's like, it's great. He's like, I'm rocking it this afternoon. So in the morning, he runs his Sistema. Yeah. And in the afternoon, he runs his GBLS. Yeah. Um, and he had issues with his, uh, I think, the first type of couple of times he ran it out. Um, the cool thing about him is they got a really good warranty on there. And Ross from the cage just sorted it out, fixed it also up. Yeah. Um, but you are paying a premium for it. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. If it wasn't for a review, I wouldn't be using this. Yeah, as I, we were just talking before the shows. Currently, I'm having to take the upper receiver off and do some, and you know, having a look at stuff for the review and fixing a yeah. few things. That's um, the other thing as well because task. it's all it's all <laughs> opening up and stuff as well. You've really got to maintain it. No, honestly, you don't. You really do don't. Not. No, I'd say you would. Be me personally. It's, I'd, it's I'd, I'd be wanting. 
So me personally, I think you'd have to because, like, obviously you're using it, but sort of the logic in me goes, well, hang on, you've got all these moving parts moving around. Uh, you're going to get crud in there, so you've got to clean it up after every game, everything, which... I mean, you, all you've got is... um. I mean, because you've got to think most of it's a closed system. You've got the bolt carrier group, which is like yeah. a real steel firearm. It slams forward and back. Um, so a little bit of grease in there. I think they say you know every couple of months. I don't know if they're quite on the maintenance. I'm not going to have the gun yeah. that long. But it's not really. You're not going to have to open it up for anything really beyond a little bit of maintenance, and that's just a little bit of um, grease. Right. Okay. That, that that's sort of my main concern because obviously when you're using a gas system, you've got a maintain. Oh yeah, you've got nothing. This is just like an AEG, and how many people open up their AEGs to do anything with them, or just like a sniper rifle. Most people aren't opening the sniper rifle up unless something like the cylinder gets tight and they need to grease it up. You know, you yeah, could well, clean the I, barrel on a bad day. AEGs um, for me, it's just take it to someone, go there, clean that. Yeah. If it goes wrong, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's, yeah, there's, there's literally zero you want to do with this one, you wouldn't with any other AEG. Um, like I say, a little bit of grease on the bolt carrier group. Yeah. Clean the barrel, and off you go. Um well, speaking of AEGs, then that that's a perfect time really to move on to Arthurian Airsoft, which you had some experience with the first. Lot. Yeah, so I had their, um, I had the Recon and the yeah. Mark eighteen, and now they've just rolled out. Did you see the new models? Uh, yeah, just rolled out. I don't even know all the model names. All I know is I want one. <laughs> yeah, now look, look, they are really, really good bits of kit. Um, like they're really well made. Uh, they're absolutely spot on, and it's a British retailer or British company. British brand, not made yeah. in the UK. Yeah, so they're not made in the UK, but I, they're a British I brand. I can so. say from stripping it down, and at the end of the day, I mean, with all my reviews, completely open, transparent. Yeah. Um, so I stripped it down straight away. I was like, right, where are these parts from? Yeah. Um, Eastern Crane is the bodywork and the gearbox casing, uh, and then and and they they create a, a lot of rifles. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it's taken to a few other companies, and I don't know who's putting a few of the other parts in, but basically they've yeah. tweaked aspects, basically trying to put the best they can for the price. Then yeah. it's QC'd over there, then it comes over here, it's QC'd again in the UK. That's yeah. when they chrono test it, put a sheet in. Um, and then, yeah, it is, a, it is a British brand. Yeah, and um, I have to say, first impressions, solid bits of kit. Yeah, nice. They look well they? made. They look nice. Um, they've got a nice wide variety as well. You know, you've got the—is it the veteran, the M16? Veterans, the M16. Yep, without uh, the 203 at the bottom. Yeah, and they've obviously got the new one, which is the one with the M203 underneath it. Yes. So for all you people like me who like your master mics and 40 mics, there you go. <laughs> well, I hope you put the money in the swear jar. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's that there. So you know, it's not. It's not quite the A2 variant, is it? They've yeah. got to change the, the handle on there for the the A2 yeah. variant with the 203, but that's three hundred pounds. That yeah, is exactly. that isn't a crazy price to pay. You know, I'd, the- I'd say if you're an inter sort of sort of established in the sport, sort of an intermediate sort of player as such, you, you've you've been around for a little bit. You're looking to go yeah. for that intermediate level gun. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've said. This is where you need to look. Um, yeah. And Looking I'm actually the... hoping to have the guys on in a couple of weeks to talk about it as well. Oh, awesome. Oh, they're great guys. Brand. Yeah. yeah. I presume you'll have Luke on. Um, yeah, well, so... this is the thing. It confused me at first because I wasn't expecting to see Luke there because I oh, just heard yes. the name. I didn't really know about the sort of that much about the brand. Was I was like, they're here. Him. And Luke was like, yeah, that's us. I was like, 
oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's actually a job because now I know someone who's at this company. Yeah, people who know Airsoft. Um, that's right. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, from people we already know from, from the industry who've been involved for a while and have other businesses in Airsoft. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I had the Mark 18, and that yeah. sells at £250. Yeah. And like you say, I think it's for intermediate players, people who just want to buy a rifle and have it out of the box, ready to go, who want yeah. something that looks really cool yeah. without paying a premium for it's, it. It's, it's like you've or, been playing for about a year or so, you've got fed yeah. up with the G&G combat machine that you got for £140 when you started, which is exactly. a great gun, don't get me wrong. But you're no. looking for something that next level up, and you don't want to take that leap to say Tokyo Marui. Yeah, your fir- I'd almost say your first metal gun, as opposed yeah. to buying a polymer gun yeah. in your 150 pound or 180 pound price bracket. So if you know you're going to play yourself and you go, oh, I really want something that's full metal, you could just buy this as your first gun because that's kind yeah. of the price you're expecting to pay. You want to pay for a metal, a full metal build. You are looking around a 220 to 300 pound mark. Yeah. Um, and I think you can't really go wrong with Alfarian from what it looks like. Obviously, long-term support is still an unknown. They are a brand-new brand, but I yeah. trust the people behind it. I trust yeah. the quality of the internals of what I've seen. Um, Let's be honest, they're well-established people behind it in the UK Airsoft community. So. Yeah, absolutely. And they're getting more and more dealers every day, which is great to yeah. hear. So, um, I'm, and they've, I'm... they've had some pretty cool stands as well that I've seen with the the rock with Excalibur in it. And yeah, how cool! Like are they? Yeah, the the detail really that these guys are going to to get through it really is sort of the British brand. Um, yeah, they're really capitalising on that kind of Arthur aesthetic, aren't they? Yeah, so. it's it's something unique, and uh, I'm looking forward to actually seeing more from these guys. And who knows? I need to find a retailer who's got them so I can go have a look at them properly. And yeah, we'll get some hands uh, on time. Three oh eight sniper in Chatham's got them. If you come down this way, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, sure. I actually might be down that way at the end of the month as well. Yeah, so three oh eight. I think there's a beer over. festival going on at Rochester Cathedral. It's Rochester. Places. When is there not a beer festival going on? They just take the word festival out of it. <laughs> just beer. Yeah, true. Yeah, just beer. It's Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking of the memes where it's like, "Quick, back on the boat. We're in Chatham." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, no, I'm, 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 it was good to see our in there. I was really yeah. excited to see the new models. Obviously, a few of them look very similar to other companies. Yeah, um, I'm sure VSC are going to have some words to say. But, but at the end of the day, this is the thing in airsoft. You're always going to get stuff that looks really similar. How often have we said this? You know, everything's a copy of a copy, which sort of brings us back to what we were discussing way back at the start when I sneaky pressed record on you um, <laughs> halfway through. Conversation. You got me ranting. Yes. Um, with the fact that, you know, the Viper VX system that we're both looking at at the moment, unfortunately Viper weren't there at the Midlands Air Fair, um, no. which was sort of what led into the conversation about this VX system. Um, you want to pay for the same sort of setup, you're looking at hundreds of pounds. and you know In real for, steel. Yeah, if you yeah. want to buy a real steel equivalent, you're looking at £200 as opposed yeah. to an airsoft equivalent, which is, in this case, £30. But it's a solid system. I've been running yeah. it at games now. Um, everything's holding solid. You know, you even get those plates in it as well. The Yeah, so your, you, your foam, plate carrier got dummy yeah. sappy plates. Um, yeah. What I do know, having looked at the weekend, they do fit, if you really want to try something extreme, they do fit the travel fitness yeah. or travel fitness plates yeah. in. If you really want to start wearing plates in it. But yeah, which is good because previously their, their plate carriers never had dummy plates. 
Yeah. And it the was... problem with that was always if you um you see their plate carrier on a wall versus, you know, five eleven, Condor yeah. and all the other guys, Viper just looks so flat without those plates. So now they got the plates in, they really look good and obviously they hold their shape a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, because it it was um the reason we got into this was you had a couple of the sort of bigger companies missing from the airsoft fair this year, which surprised me a bit. So you didn't have Viper there. You didn't see an Olegay turn up with all their pyro. Um, but, I mean, hey, it's a it's a new venue. It's a it's a, the same event as such, but new. Uh, sort of a yeah. breath of fresh air into it. I think, yeah, I mean, you're right. But I think we also saw, for example, for people we, we didn't expect this year, we had, um, obviously, Airsoft Direct, who have been there for every every year there that's Chris yeah. Hopkins lot and they, they had a big stand Ammo Drop had a huge stand Yeah, we had Valken arrive yeah. which is the first time they've been there yeah actually yeah that's the point yeah Valken um, you've not really seen much from them over the recent years so they're now from the looks of it making big strides into the UK market and trying to get out there a lot more than they previously had been obviously yeah. we had discussions um, yeah I had discussions about it with um a certain individual who ended up dragging me in front of Rob from Falcon uh, <laughs> last year. Good old um, Kaiju. Yeah, uh, but I mean, yeah, it, they they were a new company there, and you also had new retailers there as well. So yep. you had like Leicestershire Airsoft. Leicestershire Airsoft, yeah. Um, you had JTAC were there as well with Ronins. Yep. Which I've never seen so many mags. <laughs> you know. Pony, Pony Tony, who I've been taking the piss out of for only having one mag for months on end, um, he he was he would have creamed his jeans if he'd seen so many mags. Uh, in fact, funnily enough, I got a message after that weekend. In fact, last week's episode it was when we mentioned about him selling his uh, Ronin or donating it to the charity event, and I got a message straight off of him saying, "I'm not giving my Ronin away." <laughs> <laughs> well, the cool um, thing is they um they had that the division, division paint, paint job, job yeah. by that was uh, awesome. Custom Gear Tech. It just looks absolutely insane. I was actually looking to that Custom Gear Tech, and he's painted what I presume is an Ares or a new Pro gun case. Yeah. Um, for a very matching job, it just looks out of this world when you see it that. Is, it almost yeah. feels like it's a computer piece of concept art. Yeah. Um, it looks that good. Um, yeah. So. Um, all in all, I really enjoyed the show this year. It was great to go around and catch up with some people, meet some new people that I hadn't met in person. You know, finally met Sarah in person. Oh yes, um, Tat Quinn. Yeah, that's uh, first time we ever met as half. well. Yeah, I know it's weird, isn't it? We've had yeah. her on. The show. You you do a show with her. I've had her on here before, and it's the first time we've actually met in person. Yeah, as I say, I've had a show with her for twelve weeks and uh, never met her before. Yeah, which was, uh, and then um, there was a few other people, too many to name, really, throughout the day that I met up with. Um, but for me personally, it was a good event. It was a good change of venue. The only thing was, they if they hadn't have had that range, they could have had the doors open in the far side, the second building, because it got a little bit hot and stuffy in there, especially with the kitchen going. Yeah, so I'll be honest. <laughs> Because we were live show, we did live stream for three hours. Yeah. So before 12 o'clock when we went live, we were actually preparing video footage to make sure we had and guest slots and make sure people were there. I didn't actually see, see the cafe once, and I didn't get to look around half the stands. Yeah. But the cool thing is there is another two halls after that. Yeah, so there's, so so there's much room to expand to big time, yeah. I'd love to see like a free yarn or a CQB experience in one of those halls. 
and it take potentially too much to get a range the entire length of the hall. Yeah. that's got to be, what, 70, 80 metres? Yeah, well, hang on, are we on about airsoft metres? Yeah, exactly. real metres? <laughs> um, I think in airsoft metres is about 140,000. Yeah, I would say it's two miles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but imagine from one end to the other, it's got to be, or even a 60 metres, 70 metres, so it's got to be something like that. Yeah, maybe even more than that. You never know. Um, yeah. It's so, deceptive so have... when you get stands in there and that as well, the size of it. Yeah, well, you got to think each stand was three metres long. Yeah. Um, and how many stands we had in there. Obviously, we had, like, Kydex Customs were here, here at the weekend as well. Um, yeah, Tag, yeah. Um, I need to get in touch with Tag, actually. I'm glad you've mentioned him because it, it was good to find him, chat to him in person. Again, he's been have on the show in the Tague past. Before? I meant to at the last Midlands Ursa Fair, and every time I went to his stand, it was rammed. Wow. And I never so, got a chance so to actually talk to him and sort of say, hey, how's it going, and all that. Um, despite Carlo's best efforts, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, <laughs> Finchy was there with his awesome patch collection as well. Yeah, Finchy was there, um, yeah. I feel sorry for him having to spend all that time putting those patches on that wall so neat and tidy, and then people just come along and go, oh, I'll have that rip, 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 yeah, rip. Yeah, I'll be again, I, I didn't even get to see stand. He came over to me yeah. when I was live streaming and just said hello, and we had a good old catch up, and I was hearing how well everything was going and how many patches he was doing and stuff like that, which was amazing yeah. work, the amount of work this guy puts into yeah. it. But yeah, didn't actually get to see the C stand, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think for me personally, uh, the thing that stole the show was the attack sense targeting system. Yeah. Without a doubt, because uh, yeah, we've got some ideas. Um, we need to have a proper discussion, get some emails going. So, based on your experience to have a jail versus this site, in terms of venue, is the venue better, do you think? Yes, I'd say yes, uh, just because. Or it's got more potential to be. I think this is the It's thing, got a lot more space event, to expand. Yeah. It was the first time. Uh, you didn't have the issues with the queuing. The only the only niggle I really saw when they were setting up was somebody in the car park didn't do the job right and ended up blocking the entire front row in. And I was sat there going, well, if I need to leave early, how am I getting out of here? Oh, but whoops. They, they quickly came out. That's why I messaged you about the parking on the day. But uh, yes. they quickly came along and just said everyone push back and... <laughs> <laughs> like, again, with, with airsofters, you know, there wasn't any sort of, you've got out of the queue, you're not getting back in. It's like, oh, you were there, yeah, cool, jump back in kind of thing. Yeah. Just letting people back in the queue. Um, yeah, because the queue came because... through really fast. When they said doors are opening now, I turned around to Kronos Airsoft, uh, Pete and Nick there, and was like, oh, that's going to give us half an hour before they get in the door. And then we were just swarmed, because we were essentially the second stand in. Yeah, it was, was really like, wow, efficient was this quick. year. <laughs> I did actually say to the guys, I was like, is something changed? Are you taking money outside off of people and kind of yeah. been, been charging people outside the doors so they can walk straight in? Because it really was so much more efficient this year. It was. So well done th- to the team there. Yeah, I think it's because it was much more open. And Whereas the issue with the jail, you think about it, you're going one way and then you've got people coming the other way to yeah. go back out and sort of have a look around. But it just seemed to... It's got a lot of potential, that venue. Uh, from your perspective, as sort of going as a media person, how was it? I mean, yeah. Um, obviously, we got there seven thirty to set up. Obviously, the show didn't start till ten. So when we got there, it was pretty empty. Um, yeah. But I mean, from my point of view, the venue's better. Uh, the show went really well, from what I could see. Um, I think it probably needs a little bit of tidying up, maybe to look a little bit smarter. Maybe next time people know to bring tablecloths because the tables are just wooden tables. Yeah. Um, but I mean, 
the show itself went very well. We were there up until pretty much the very end. We were still yeah. live streaming as the doors were literally shutting and we were finishing our last guest off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, from what we could see, we had a load of players go by and we brought a few on the stream saying that what bargains they'd picked up. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was a, a very good, well-organised event. I think yeah. that a lot of people did well and I'm sure there was definitely some stands that didn't do well on there. Um, but I think on the whole, I think it looked like it went very well. I yeah. felt the numbers felt lower, I but think I'm they assured. Were, but I'm assured they aren't lower. Right. Okay. Because I've spoken to Matt afterwards, and he said no numbers were better. Um, right. Okay. It might. It must just be sort of the way it's laid out. Then it just sort of seems. Yeah, to I think so. But uh, I mean, looking at some of the photos I've got, some of the lanes there are absolutely jam packed. Yeah. Um, the venue's a little bit further out of the way of the north from me. But I don't yeah, think... it is. It is further north. Um, I mean, to be honest, though, it's another for twenty me, minutes tops. Yeah, twenty minutes to half an hour further up the A1. Yeah, and then once you get off the A1, you're there pretty much anyway. Yeah, aren't exactly. You? Yeah, it's so, an easy venue to find for sure. Yeah, I mean it's big enough, and I mean even the fact that there was about four different events going on as well, even pulling in. Yeah. Um, from my experience, it was a case of right, okay, I'm looking for the airsoft fair. You buy a retailer, I'm. Um, Buyer. okay cool just up there blue sign turn right and that's the car park and yeah, yeah sure enough you were straight there straight away um, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't outdoors though with the rain well this is the point isn't it with uh, as we were saying yeah. with the jail if you had bad weather and you were outside if or been even outside, if you're going between buildings got... you're getting yeah. caught in it and this time you're entirely indoors the whole way through Yeah. Uh, unless you need to go to the toilets which is obviously a quick walk outside yeah. um, into what is normally the actual calf um, yeah yeah, I mean, it is indoors, so there's a lot of scope, there's a lot of chance to grow, there's plenty of space for more second-hand sales, but also more vendors and retailers and manufacturers, because yeah. I think in order for this to grow, it's a good place to have all of Airsoft. Yeah. And I genuinely think this will be one of yeah. the better Airsoft, show, uh, better airsoft shows, uh, but it will always be dedicated to Airsoft, though. Actually, I've, I've just thought of one more thing while we talk about people who are missing. Herman, where the hell were you? <laughs> yes. I missed uh, my A walking around. I wouldn't say, yeah, Herman wasn't there, no Red Wolf <laughs> presence. I wonder if something's going on with them, if they're working up to any yeah. other events. Yeah. I Obviously, mean, yeah, yeah, like you say, there's no Combat UK. Yeah. No Combat UK, no. Um, Wait, hang on, are we on Combat UK with a K or a C here? With a K. Yeah, right, you're on about the clothing brand, right? Yeah, no Combat UK, no Viper. Um,. There was no Land Warrior or Airsoft World or any of those bigger guys who aren't too far out of the way. Yeah. Um, no Patrol Base, no Specner Arms. So there are definitely some companies that yeah. you would expect to be there. I'd also think that probably more Airsoft Action probably will probably pick that up better next year. I know Tom was there. Yeah. Um, but someone from Airsoft International was there this year, which was good to see. Yeah. But I think, yeah, building the presence up for next year, I think it's going to be a very strong event every year from at the moment. Um, yeah, and at the end of the day, it, the only way it's going to grow is if more people come and get involved with it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Right, I think that's pretty much the Midlands Airsoft Fair. Um, we've spoken about the highlights, sort of things that we saw as well, uh, how Will Green would fail to convince me to buy a season <laughs> uh, Shadow 2. However, they did bloody sell out. Yeah, they sold out absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a gun. It's, it's going to be a pistol in high demand. It's a very yeah. nice 
I've not shot it, but I've only held it. I held it at IWA. Yeah. I haven't got the original Shadow, but I held the SP2 and was very, yeah. very tempted with it. I just don't like the blue grips. So once they change yeah. it out, I'll probably be right on the The train. thing that winds me up is the slide confuses me because I'm so used to full sort of oh, top yes. slides. It's far too cack-handed for me, personally. <laughs> um, I know it's based on the real steel pistol, so I probably wouldn't even own a real one if I was allowed to in the UK. But, you know, reasons we're not allowed to have fun. Um, and own fun things so yeah but yeah let's wait and see what happens next year looking forward to it already I'm sure planning is already in the early stages for the next one now they've yep. just about recovered yeah I've got another rent at the end of September over in Yorkshire so that's my next one to look at doing a very similar setup but details all to be considered in cool. the very near future but yeah I think these events are getting very very exciting and it's good to see a lot of people on board with them yeah definitely definitely right I think that pretty much sums it up for the Midlands Air Software Um, anything else from you Graham anything else you want to discuss tonight we've sort of discussed Viper no discuss the GBLS discuss Viper Um, even though Viper weren't there we've discussed them Um, yeah it's only because I'm going to it's only because we've got the conversation I'm doing a battle sim on Saturday and I'm taking the uh, the the chest rig out for the first time. Yeah, there. the VX so, system. You'll love yeah. it. See, it's, it's really well made. Oh yeah, really see, really well made. Sounds really sad, but I've already worn it a few times around the house just to try test it out and just try out different configurations to figure out what's going to work Your for me poor, best. Poor, poor, long suffering wife. Yeah, I know. I wait for her <laughs> to go out to go to work, and I'm like, poof, on goes all the rig. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do when you have to go back to your real job? Yeah, I'm just going to take it to work. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, this is my new a uniform. Yeah. Carries it. All Hard cables. drives in the mag pouch yeah, exactly. just in Ca- case one goes down, you can just be like... Pew. Yeah, hot swap, yeah. <laughs> this is high, ca- high, high capacity hard drive. Yeah, high cap hard drive. Hard yeah. drive. And this this is only holds 30 gigabytes. God, <laughs> there's probably not even a hard drive that only holds 30 gigabytes anymore. No, no. I think even memory memory cards or uh, USB sticks are probably running that small nowadays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I think that's it, mate. I think it's a good yeah, event. Cool. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's it for this week, then. Uh, Graham, where can people find you? Head along to sopnation.co.uk. Thanks a lot, Andy, for coming there. on. It was good to see you once again at the event. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's good to catch up uh, and watch the channels in the near future for more coming from us we've got some ideas in the pipeline with other people that we discussed with as well while you're on the mic right i want to challenge you to something what Uh oh here we go uh so recently i did a video on my channel right called chili review and this is where i ate i ate a chili and reviewed a peacemaker yeah which one did you do which chili did you do? Habanero chili dried. Right. Okay. So oh. I need to go one no. stage. Further. No. Yeah. You know. You just need to do a habanero chili. I will send you a habanero chili, but right. you must record yourself and review your TK forty five Ronin. Oh blimey! Okay. Can I can, so, can I do that as the silly review? Um, oh, absolutely! Yeah, do a silly review, yeah. or, or you can review anything you want. Obviously. Um, as it, as prior experience would tell me, you're not going to want to review more than five minutes of it. So yeah. it's going to be quick. It's going to be punctual. You're going to die, and um, none of this reviews to be taken seriously. 
Unlike right. some of my YouTube commenters complained that I didn't take the review seriously, um, it is meant to be a fun review. So I'm going to challenge you on the air. I will send you a habanero chili in the post. I'll tell you what, we'll come down with we'll food, we'll eat yours and we'll do it. Done. And maybe right. we could maybe we should do two. If you're gonna come down mine, we should do two. We should do a habanero chili and then I think we should go one step higher. I think we should go for uh probably ghost pepper. I think we can go with the uh, ghost pepper. Hang on. Um I've got an idea for what we can do next, but uh, we'll discuss it off air. So. Challenge accepted, right? Yeah, right. Let's do it. Okay, doke. We'll figure that out. Anyway, guys, that's it from us for this week. Uh, take care of each other. Take your hits. Uh, don't be a dick. And I'll see you guys next time on the Chess After Show. Bye for now.